All right, everyone, we're trying something different this week. We've got a full one-hour interview with 2019 Footwalker cross-country champion Josh Methner. The highlights of this interview, 15 minutes, are in our traditional Let's Run.com track talk podcast. But here, you get the full one hour where Josh talks about how he got started in the sport, his career at Hersey High School, his coach Kevin Young taking him on some pretty cool trips in the summer to meet some pro runners. Josh has got some training tips and much more. Let us know what you think. And if you need a better pair of shoes, go to letsrun.com slash shoes for the best shoe reviews on the planet. And feel free to submit your own shoe review today. Thanks to Josh for joining us. Here he is. All right, everyone. We're joined by Josh Methner, the 2019 Foot Locker champion, our first guest on the Let'sRun.com podcast ever born in the 21st century. Josh, welcome to the podcast. Hey, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Appreciate it. Yeah. Well, I guess one, you're a podcast listener. I'm not sure how we discovered that, but it's kind of cool. We started, I think when you broke Craig Virgin's record, somehow mm-hmm. Jonathan Galt, you follow him on Twitter, I think. We discovered you listen yeah. to the podcast. Yeah, I think I sent him a message. I was just like, oh, thanks for mentioning me and all that, or something like that. So yeah, that's, I think, how it started. But I think that's sort of when you, I'm sure, <laughs> obviously in the high school ranks, you were in a lot of people's radars, but that's... When you took down Virgin's what forty-seven-year-old record, that's when you got on people like myself's radar. People don't follow the high school scene that close. Yeah, and uh-huh. then when I heard your podcast listener, hey, you know they say media is not supposed to root, but of course I was rooting for you to win all and everything after that. NXN and Footlockers, <laughs> you got one out of two. Not not bad at all. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> Appreciate you rooting for me. Yeah, uh, yeah, I think I listened to. I think I started listening to the podcast probably like on and off just sometime at, in like the middle of 2019, like in the summer when I don't know, I'd have runs of my own, but yeah, I listened to a few and then I listened to the past one with uh, Des Linden and uh, my buddy also listens to it. So sometimes we'll talk about it. So yeah. Well, we can talk about the podcast in a minute, your background in running, because I always think it is curious, like how do people discover Let's Run? Clearly, like you're, you must follow the sport and be a student of the sport. But you're coming on after a great guest. I mean, Boston Marathon champion now you. But in some ways, you guys are both. And I'm sure you. Oh, I don't know. Maybe you won't think it's weird, but oh, like you're after Des Linden, Boston Marathon champ. But in some ways, <laughs> you guys are both the top of. She's the top of U.S. female running, and you're the top of U.S. male high school running. So I think, in some ways, you guys are very similar. Uh, you know, obviously, although you're hoping to get her collegiate and or she actually wasn't that great in college but her post-collegiate success got a long ways to go <laughs> yep well, let's start with footlockers that's the national yeah. championship you won <clears throat> it always had a special place in sort of my heart because like when i was in high school it was the only national championship there was uh-huh. but you did nxn the week before got second to nico young and then footlockers you didn't seem to be worried about anything worried about being tired from the week before I mean, pretty much from what I saw, about halfway through, you just took off and left everyone in the dust. Uh, Was that the strategy coming in? I mean, what what, were you that confident? I mean, it's a national championship, and you were just feeling super great, so that you know, halfway through, you could just dust everybody. Well, definitely right after NXN, I was feeling super great. I just remember uh, Monday 
and like Monday it was either a workout or a recovery run, depending how I felt, and did a recovery. And then Tuesday and Wednesday went by, and I wasn't feeling as good as I like thought I would, as like recovered as I thought I would. So the week leading up to Foot Locker didn't feel the great greatest, but uh, by the time I got to San Diego, I felt pretty good doing the shakeout on the course, and then uh, runs with the Midwest team. I started feeling a little bit better. Legs were loose. Uh, obviously doing less mileage leading up to it. So, yeah, and then going into the race, I definitely was confident. You kind of have to be confident if you want to win. So, yeah, I just, I know everyone was saying, I think I made my move. Like, what point was it at? It was like probably a little before a mile and a half in. I don't know. It wasn't like an insane move. I just kind of pushed the pace a little bit. I was telling everyone, I just pushed the pace a little bit. See you go with me she'll be like the contenders and it didn't feel like I didn't like hear any footsteps behind me so I was like oh that's odd I guess I'll push a little more and like I don't know I was just kind of throwing in surges every now and then not completely killing myself until about like a thousand to go and yeah that's kind of how I look back at the race just the last going up the hill and down the hill is on the second lap was definitely uh pretty grueling especially uh not used to too many hills here in Illinois, but we definitely do them. Those hills were interesting for me, and uh, yeah, it was just overall good race, and very uh, humbled that I was able to win. Hey, was your coach out in California, or your family, or like were people yelling at you on the course, sort of? Yeah, yeah, my uh, my dad's side of the family lives on the West Coast, and their parents live, uh, I think, an hour or so away from there. But last year, my grandparents came out and saw me race, but this year they didn't. So I guess that's uh, pointless. But uh, my dad was there, and my mom and brother were there. My coach and his wife and two, like, younger kids who are probably, like, I think one of them's four, three or four, and then the other one's one. So it's definitely uh, special that they all got to cheer me on in the side. And I remember I was watching the replay back, I think uh, the week after the race, and I think it was it was coming into the home stretch. It was with like it was after I come down the downhill and cross over the street for the first time, and I see my brother in like this bright pink shirt. And you can see him in his he's wearing the headband they gave us, and my coach they like cheer they're like yelling at me. You can probably hear him in the replay too, and they sprint back towards the finish. You can see them like probably going faster than me <laughs> at that point trying to spread to see me finish and uh yeah they're yelling at me the whole way which is really nice and encouraging so is your brother older or younger uh he's actually my twin brother he's a minute older he's really also, he's also yeah i know everyone's so surprised he's also he didn't he's ran throughout like middle school but he wanted to do different sports freshman year at least in sophomore year and ended up doing running full-time with me by uh, junior so he's starting to love it more and more which is uh, it makes me happy that he's loving it as much as I do kind of now and I think he'll try to walk onto a college team somewhere so yeah are you guys identical or fraternal fraternal <laughs> right now he's got some pretty uh gnarly uh long hair that uh is definitely a topic of discussion pretty much every day on our runs and uh my hair is long, but like 
not as long as it is. It's probably it's almost down to his shoulders now. So, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, but if you, Robert and I are twins, I don't know if you knew that, but my twin brother. Uh-huh. So, I think I've heard twins are disproportionately good at um, distance running because you know they cram two babies in there, so we're kind of yeah. naturally naturally skinny. Any colleges out there? You guys want to take a take a shot on somebody? Josh's brother. What's his name? <laughs> Nick. Nick. Nick Methner. Yeah, Nick Methner. Yeah. So, how, like, how, what's what sort of times does he run? Like, how did he do this year? I'm sort of now going off on a tangent, but I'm sort of fascinated. Yeah, by yeah. That. I'm not 100 percent sure, which is bad, but I think like, he's around he... like the 16:30 range for three mile for 1600. I want to say he's in the four. High 430s or 440s, so somewhere around there. He's come a long way for sure, though, just uh, times from, like, freshman year to now. Seen a lot of progress in him. Yeah, it sounds like it. So do you guys do a lot of training together and, like, I mean, do easy runs together and that sort of thing? Yeah, this is this is so funny. I think about it all the time because most Sundays our team doesn't meet. We just run on our own, and it's just obviously nice to have at least, like, one day in the week where you can have some solitude. but. Pretty much all high school, I do my Sunday runs alone, and I'd like it. I could either listen to a podcast or listen to music or do whatever. And uh, I always ask Nick, I'm like, Nick, you want to go run? And I, it was pretty much like a sarcastic question because usually he just didn't run or never wanted to go with me. And then all of a sudden, this fall, I was like, Nick, you want to go run with me? And he said, yeah. So we've been running together much more often this uh, past year, which has been fun. That's cool. Mm-hmm. Now that he's training, though, I'm sure, like like my brother says, he'll, he'll probably start beating you, but I don't believe it. You know, you got to <laughs> yeah. head start. Keep listening to the podcast, though. We, we, we need our listeners. But <laughs> yeah, b- back to the race, I think people sort of, I don't know what the right word is, but like when you win by that much, we kind of take it for granted. But like, were you able to soak it in? Like, what's it feel like to be winning a national championship by that much? Are you thinking, I've got this thing or kind of like when we talked to Des Linden last week, you know, she had to win a the big, she had a huge lead in Boston the year she won. And she's thinking like, Oh my gosh, don't slip and fall on the, on the pavement at the finish. You know, like w- what were you thinking sort of those, the last mile? Oh yeah. Yeah. The last mile. I kind of, I think I took a peek back probably like 200 meters before I hit the last time going up the hill. I was like, okay, if I get up this hill in just pretty quick time, I'll probably lengthen my lead even more. And uh, I got up there and I was just exhausted <laughs> trying to regain some, uh, just, I don't know how to describe it. Uh, I don't know. I was just trying to get my breath back. And by the time I got to kind of just the peak of that big circle back going into the downhill, I was like, all right, do not fall in this downhill. My like quads were like really feeling it after the uphill. And yeah, I, there are a few people telling me that like you didn't look very comfortable going down the downhill that last time around and I definitely wasn't I was trying to not sprint down the downhill so I wouldn't fall so I was taking a little probably too slow than I should have but I was just being precautious but yeah going into the last then that's probably the last like 400 600 meters after that downhill I was just thinking of all the times that I've been uh kind of snuck up on uh, if I had a lead and someone snuck up on me just at the end of the race, just thinking about all those times. I was like, don't let it happen, don't let it happen. And yeah, the last 200, I 
kind of looked back. I didn't see Carter until like two seconds after I looked back. So I was like, all right, I think I'm good. And but still trucked it in as hard as I could. And yeah, it was never in doubt for watching it at home or on my phone. I don't know where I was. I think it was on my phone, but job well done. Congratulations. And so have you done Foot Locker? John Galls, of course, wants me to ask about NXN versus Foot Locker. And I was like, hey, he won the one I care about. But have you? did you do Foot Locker last year too? You've done both the last two years? Is that the case? Yeah. Yeah, I, did foot I qualified for both uh, junior year and senior year. And how did you decide to do both? I mean, some people – We'll do one. I think your team made it last year, right? But like, yeah, is your, you just, you know, the more races, the better California's great weather. Like how'd you decide to do both last year? Cause it, it is extra racing. Yeah. I remember it, sophomore year I did NXR and I got seven and I was like, I didn't know how the qualifying process worked, but I kept hearing like top five, get it. So I was like, Oh, I'm two spots off, whatever. And like the gap between me and, sixth and fifth was kind of long so i was like all right i didn't qualify but then i heard there's like an extra spot for like people whose teams made it so i was like really hoping i'd make an extra sophomore year but i didn't end up making it i was like one spot off because the sixth place guy got it and then all this my team was like hyping me up to go on foot locker and just a lot of conversations went on on the car right at home and i just ended up not doing it because my one my coach didn't want to over race me which in hindsight, it was definitely a good decision. Uh, and then the next year, definitely got more mileage in my legs. So I definitely had more uh, just strength in my legs just to run all those races. And junior year was definitely a very valuable experience before senior year, just because going into senior year now, I just knew what to expect, knew how each week would, like, I guess, drag on because it's like, I'm peaking for state, but then I also want to peak for NXN and Foot Locker. Like, I think it's four weeks later, three weeks later. So it's like, I knew, knew what to expect, knew how to like conserve myself for those races. And yeah, it was definitely tough after NXN, but I was fortunate to like recover well for Foot Locker. Yeah, NXN was sort of kind of the opposite race. Like, Nico ran, a, ran away pretty early, right? Yeah, yeah, he did. <laughs> Was the, were you kind of surprised that he tried to do that, or is it you were just it was so early, like you just let him go, or what was the thinking there? You know, I thought someone was going to make a move. I just didn't think Nico would make it, like right after the first turn. Like it was just it was a very fast start, and like the start at NXN is like kind of just up and down, like really small. Like it's not hills, but it's just like kind of the golf course. So it's like you're going up on the green, and then you're going back down, and some divots and all that. So I was just trying to watch my footing at the first like 300 meters in the turn just because it was really crowded. And then like 800 meters in, all of a sudden Nico, he's like five, 10 meters ahead of me. I was like, all right, I'm just got to keep him within striking distance. This is like really early on in the race. And obviously he just kept extending that lead. So I just tried to stay within like 10 meters of him just that whole first mile. I was like, in my head, I was thinking he'll come back. It was like, he's a really good runner. He's not going to come back. And I don't know, I was just toying with myself too much in my head kind of during that first stages of the race that I just let the lead get too far. And obviously it's very hard. It was just hard to, it would be hard to catch up in like those conditions, at least the rain and the mud. 
Yeah, I didn't expect it to go out that early. I knew it would happen, and, you know, Nico ran a really good race that day, so props to him, obviously. I wish I would have made some better decisions on that race, but still happy with how I ran. Yeah, afterwards, I mean, second in the country is pretty good. Were you pretty pleased with it, and was it nice to have another race to go focus on immediately after? Yeah, definitely. It's just like uh, it was nice to shift focus on the footlocker right after that, I guess. All of Saturday was still all NXN I was thinking about, but then flying home, I was like, all right, got to get recovered for Foot Locker, uh, new mindset, new race. So, yeah, it was good. What do you think about there being two high school national championships? Um, I do like the fact that the NXN has the team thing. That's obviously really special that not just the <clears throat> top however many individuals can go and that more people can experience it than probably wouldn't have a chance to get to like I qualified my team you said uh my junior year and that was definitely a really fun experience just getting to make those memories with people that I'm still going to get to talk to for like such a long time and that I'm going to be friends with forever and that we'll get to have that memory together and instead of just like being an individual and having to like share the story with everyone but they don't know so I don't know, mixed emotions about it. Obviously, it's a lot of racing, but I guess in high school, it's just it's all about having fun and not about showing yourself to win everything. Yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know, my wife was talking to me about running, and she's like, oh, it's such an individual sport. And I was like, no, cross country is a team sport. And she didn't get it. Like, she played mm-hmm. lacrosse. And I'm like, no, like, I'm like brothers with everyone I ran with in high school, especially uh-huh. college. It is such a special thing. So to, I can imagine a team national championship would be very cool. Was your brother on the? Did he get to run last year, or was he not good enough then? Uh, he he ran, but he wasn't on our top seven. So no, he didn't go. But he did. My parents have flown down every time, which is really special. And he flew down, I think, maybe four out of the four times for all the meets. So he got to experience most of it with me. And uh, as an individual at NXN, you get like uh, extra guest pass to some of the kind of events and talks they have and dinners. So Nick got to experience a good amount of what how the athletes get treated at NXN. So he pretty much did everything except the racing that weekend. Yeah, I think I saw on Instagram or something, like or Twitter. I guess you're a big Evan Jager fan. Like I assume mm-hmm. at, at NXN you meet pretty much everyone who's everyone in American running or a lot of the Nike top people. What's that experience uh-huh. like? Oh, it's really cool. I remember after the athlete Q&A, there's like seven of them up there on stage, and uh, Evan Jager was one of them, and <clears throat> the Midwest boys, we got like second row seats to the stage, so we just right up there, and Evan Jager, after they all talked, he like looked at me, and I looked at him, and then he just came up to me and congratulated me, and we ended up talking for like 10 minutes or so, and just about Illinois running, which is really cool on that. I don't know. He's still, he knew about what I did, which is really cool. And some of them were telling me about, because uh, I did have the my spikes I wore on that day at State where the Barrowman Mamba, I think Mamba 5. Yeah, the Mamba 5. But I had those on in the state race, and they noticed that and said they talked about it <laughs> briefly at one of their practices or something, which is kind of funny. But yeah, Evan was such a 
nice guy and shared some experiences, which was really cool. And I, th- I also got to talk to Grant Fisher. He was super cool. Just everyone I met. I think Hassan met. He had dinner with us one of the nights. He's a chill guy. And, yeah, there's so many people that they're, like, willing to talk to us and share all their experiences, which is super nice and just makes us want to run even faster so we can be like them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I th- I'm sure it's really cool to see them all, but also – I mean, you learn they're they're just people like you and me, right? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure a lot of people. You may not believe this, but they're probably like, "Hey, what's Josh Methner like?" You know, like he's like a god of high school <laughs> running. But I I can tell you, having been around some of these pros, they're just faster than you and me, faster than me. Maybe yeah. not faster than you, you know. Yeah. Um, uh, and uh, hey, you know, we we I'm sorry, we we cut off you know race of a decade voting before Footlockers. That was like the only race still remaining. So, oh, <laughs> I don't think I would have got very far, but yeah, um, that was a cool that was a cool little poll thing you guys had going. Yeah, maybe let's start there and kind of go backwards to kind of how you started in running, but sort of, I mean, you're what 17 or 18 now. I mean, so yeah. when the decade started, you were seven. You probably didn't even follow running, but like, yeah, yeah. how did you first start running? I don't know. What was your, like, mm-hmm. we all kind of have a story how we first either learned about runners yeah. or started running ourselves. I'm kind of curious what your start in the sport was. Yeah. So in elementary school, that's what I saw everyone in elementary school. We had a three minute run to start gym class every day. I guess we stretched and then did a three minute run around what I think was a 400 meter like loop, definitely nothing that resembled a track, but it's a 400 meter loop and it's a three minute run. So we did that since like second grade, I think it was, or first or second grade. And I don't know, I was usually, I some for some reason enjoyed it and was usually towards the front. I didn't always win, but by I think fourth or fifth grade, I remember I was like one of the only people to run two laps of that in three minutes so i'm not sure if it was 800 meters or not but maybe my pr during fourth and fifth grade was under three minutes for the 800 but i had a lot of fun running in elementary school so it kind of just happened naturally i was just really active and or not freshman year sixth grade and middle school joined the cross-country team just because i didn't even know how i like learned about the cross-country team or Maybe my parents told me to join or something, but doing cross country in sixth grade, I did track too. And, uh, I don't know. I saw these kids who are much faster than me in sixth grade. And I don't know. I always probably ran too fast in practices than I should have. And it all just spiraled very quickly throughout middle school. And I just learned to love running. And then high school, I just got a lot better training, coaching, learned what it's like to be a part of a team and the culture and all that. And yeah, it's been a fun journey so far. Were your parents runners or are they runners? Uh, not at all. <laughs> my dad was like a wrestler and golfer, really good at both of those. My mom, she just did a bunch of different things. I think she was like a cheerleader, did some other sports. I think she did track and field, but was not very good. I'm sorry, mom, but <laughs> yeah i don't think any of my family just in general is runners some of them ski i guess some are swimmers i think i have a couple uh uncles and my grandpa was 
in the NFL briefly, I think. Wow. And yeah, so no running genes, but you know, it just happened, I guess. So were you playing other sports as a kid before you started doing cross country and middle school track? Yeah, I think I played basketball and baseball up until eighth grade and then we didn't get into a heated debate, but I really wanted to try out for basketball in my freshman year of high school. But coach kind of put the kebab on that, so I didn't do that. So I started running full-time pretty much freshman year. But, yeah, I just played on – I think I did, I did roller hockey for a good amount of time. Basketball and baseball were kind of my favorite sports. And running, obviously. Uh, what else did I do? I did soccer, I think, up until, like, all throughout elementary school. So maybe that was also part of the endurance uh, training for me. Yeah, I think I've done like every single sport that most kids do just growing up. So yeah, I was very active when I was young. You said something about baseball. Are you a Cubs fan or a White Sox fan? <clears throat> oh, Cubs fan all the way. A good answer. I lived yeah, in sub- <laughs> I lived in suburbs of uh, Chicago for, in, for one year preschool, kindergarten, and first grade. So that was like when all the Cubs games were only in the day. So I'd come home from school and watch Cubs games. But yeah, you, that's the life. You Darvish is my uh, one of my favorite baseball players of all. Ah, oh, sweet. Wow, I'm glad you're a Cubs fan now. <laughs> well, it's my they're my backup team. I'm a Texas Rangers fan at heart. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love you, Darvish. The Astros cheated him, but hey, he might not be on the Cubs if they hadn't cheated him in Game 7 of the World Series, but I'm not sure if you've yep. been following this <laughs> pitch pitch cheating scandal that's going on, but it's kind of crazy. Yeah, I don't know too much about that, but it is. So yeah, in middle school, like, were you like dominating the middle school meets, or it sounds like you might have been training too much, or you didn't really uh, know how to train? And, or actually, maybe first of all, back to those the elementary school thing. Would you guys go out yeah. every single time, run them as hard as you could, or sometimes you just kind of jog it and half-ass it, or was it like an all-out sprint every day, five days a week? Um, I don't want to say I sprinted it, but I definitely probably went – I definitely uh went much harder than the other kids, I'd say, <laughs> uh, running them. Probably not all five days a week, but most days when we did it. My memory isn't too good of how often we did it, but yeah. Definitely did a lot of that, and in the middle school, as you were saying, uh, I didn't. Training wasn't like my coach wasn't training me to be like a state champ, but still trained me very well, I guess. Uh, just for a middle schooler, which uh, I'm kind of grateful he didn't like just have me do overdo myself as a middle schooler while I was growing. And part of the reason I loved running in middle school is because of the coaches there. They like I don't know. The stuff we did was really fun, and it made me enjoy running. So definitely didn't kill ourselves. And I wasn't, like, top of the, like, apparently, I didn't know this in middle school, but Illinois, at least when I was doing it, it was, like, the only state meet for middle school running for cross country. So I think I got seventh grade. I placed top 20 in cross country, and then I got, I think, top 20 again in the mile in state for cross country and track and then eighth grade I got I think I was top 10 the next year for cross country and top 10 in the mile so it's kind of linear progression but I was not the top of uh, my class <laughs> in middle school oh wow I think I did you run a 444 I think I read that somewhere in eighth grade yeah 
Yeah, it's 444. I remember I got nipped at the line. It's my <laughs> uh, cross country, or not cross country, that track and field state meet. It's funny because I, I didn't know st- any state had a middle school cross country meet. So I wasn't going to ask you what place you got because I didn't even know that existed. But yeah. And then, so, well, yeah, let's kind of transition through your high school career because I think it's sort of important. Or people are always curious, yeah. you know, how did people develop? What sort of times did they run? And so you went to Her- Hersey High School. Your coach has a cool name, Kevin Young. Same yeah. name as the 400 meter hurdle world record holder. Oh, um, yeah. But <clears throat> was he, has he been your coach all four years? And, you know, what, what's his influence been on you? Yeah. Very grateful to have him just throughout my high school career. So freshman year, or I guess summer training and freshman cross country season, we had a different head coach, but uh, Jay Renault, but Kevin was uh, the assistant coach at the time. So, I don't know. I don't remember him too much, uh, just my freshman season across country, but I don't know. That season went well. It's kind of different training than what it would be with Coach Young. But Coach Young took over kind of during winter running and track and field season for us freshman year, and then he just became the head coach across country the next year. So pretty much he's been with us just not freshman year, but everything after that. But freshman year, I think uh, I ran 1450-something in the three-mile state for Illinois. So I guess that was my freshman times. can't remember what I ran at other seasons. So, yeah, Kevin's been a big influence on my life, just uh, taking it slow with me, uh, teaching me just how I enjoy the process each and every day with running and Definitely, he's instilled a lot of confidence into me, just uh, taking it year by year, just kind of like, I just remember that every single like bus ride down to state for cross country and track and field, I'd like have my own goals in my mind about like how fast I could run, where I could place, and he'd always just tell me just a little bit higher place, a little bit faster time, and somehow he's always just like right on the money with like... <laughs> how fat like how how I performed that day which is which is like why I trust him so much too it just seems like he always knows what's right for me all the time so yeah what's his background in running is he a teacher at the school too um he uh, he did run at Hersey he went to Hersey he was I remember I'll make fun of him a little bit he uh has the slowest time for Hersey at the state meet I think he ran a 17 16 tells that story to all of us every year which is funny but uh he ran at Hersey and then now he teaches at Rolling Meadows High School which is about a 20 minute drive for him I think right after school to Hersey so he's kind of driving around all day I think he's a math teacher so he teaches at Rolling Meadows and drives at Hersey for us for practice so a lot of dedication on his part to coach us how long has he been coaching there i guess just since your freshman year yeah so he's been around all four years this wasn't the head coach uh cross country season freshman year and does he run with you guys or does he still run himself uh he used to a good amount but he has had two babies just i think he had his 
first daughter my freshman year and then had a son in the middle of this cross-country season this year. So had less. He's got to be a father a lot of the time. So hasn't run with us as much, but is always there. I think that's his excuse. You're just too fast for him now, you know? Yeah. <laughs> He's got to um, train a little harder to keep up with us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I guess when did you – sounds like you come to Let's Run or listen to the podcast. Like when did you start following – or realize, you know, there's such thing as like the Olympics or professional running. Sort of, what are your yeah. first memories of sort of following the, the sport of running? Um, well, I remember watching the 2016 Olympics just over the summer in Rio, not knowing like how fast the people are actually running. I was just like watching the races to watch the races and watching other sports too. Like, I remember I really wa- liked watching like gymnastics and like other sports. Uh, I mean, gymnastics and track and field out now. I just like watching those. But, like, I had no idea how fast, uh, like, 13 flat, 5,000 meter was freshman year when I was watching that. (laughs) And, like, I think the last year, junior year of high school for me, I kind of just got into, like, following running and, like, learning about all these people who are doing some cool things and, like, got into, like, following a few like just like track clubs around and obviously i knew of like evan jager and chris Derrick because their names are brought up all the time so big fan of like the bowman track club and over the summer i went to des moines for the track and field championships uh the u.s track and field championships and i got to meet some of the 10 man guys which is really cool they instilled some wisdom onto me and uh one of the things that's also really well, that's kind of furthered my curiosity for running is uh my coach he takes us on a trip every year over the summer and our first year we went to boulder colorado we got to meet mark wetmore and uh ran with a few guys there so that was really cool and then the next year we went to oregon we got to meet the some of the bowerman track club people we met uh colleen quigley lopez lamong and chris derrick and they talked to us and were super nice and I just remember there Lopez and Chris were doing a workout that day and I was just, we were all like in awe watching both of them just like run laps around the that track in the forest was so cool and then this past summer we went to Flagstaff and met Ben Rosario and Scott Fable and Ian Carter Aaron Elizabeth and who else was it? I think it was just those three. But yeah, we met them and just meeting all these people has been really cool to see their stories and all that, which makes me just want to like learn more about like other people's stories and all that. And started kind of came across just podcasts in general this past summer, just listening to them and then started listening to like some running podcasts. And yeah, that's how it's all come into my life. That's pretty cool. The trips that your coach takes you on. Are they just a weak deal? Like, how did he, does he know Mark Wetmore? Or he just sort of calls him up and says, hey, I got some high schoolers coming out. Would you, they'd love to meet you. And Mark says, sure. I mean, I'm, I've never heard of a coach doing this. And I think it's genius. But clearly, well, one, you're a great runner. But two, I think also it, it exposes you to another level of running. And you sort yeah. of also, I don't know, I, I'm leading you a bit. But I feel like once you meet these people, possibly doing what they do kind of enters the realm of possibility, right? I mean, it's not quite as foreign. Yeah, definitely. 
<laughs> yeah, I think, uh, I mean, my coach, he just sent an email. I remember he sent an email to Wetmore, and I don't know, he was just, like, super nice to us and let us come talk. It's not like me or anyone else was running, like, blazing times and he wanted to, like, recruit us or anything. He definitely wasn't, like, interested in anyone on our team that was going to, like, run there in the future. He was just super nice to us and had, like, an hour chat with us at Boulder, which is super cool. And, yeah, all those guys were so nice to us, and which was really nice to see just because they're not, like, blocking themselves from, like, just, the other, like, uh, normal people like us, I guess. I know they're normal, but they got their own time, and they choose to spend it with us just for a little bit, which is super nice. And, yeah, just opening my eyes to what the future could be like and they kind of tell us what it takes sometimes so yeah i'm really impressed with these trips do they do you know where they're going this summer no i don't my coach just brought it up we had a meeting the other day uh it's like every year seems like early and earlier into the start of the new year parents are asking like where are we going for this trip we love it so much but we're also scheduling like a family vacation so we don't want to like make like uh have them going out at the same time like we all love it so much. It's such a good, like, bonding experience with everyone. It's not like, and it's only five days, so it's like, you can't really get sick of each other. <laughs> we all, we rent, like, an Airbnb room, house, and uh, surprisingly, we don't get sick of each other, and we just learn more about everyone, and, yeah, it's so much fun. So I don't know where they're going this year, but I'm sure it'll be a cool place. Oh, Olympic trials. They got to go to the Olympic trials. Yeah, the Olympic that's trials. Be cool. The coolest thing in U.S. running. So, yeah, so, the new Hayward Field. That would be so cool. Oh wow! I even forgot that that, that was going to be here. Man, I'm, I'm actually excited. My wife's having a baby <laughs> this summer, and it's our first baby. So I'm like, the trials are a month later. So I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I can get away. I can't use an excuse like your coach and blame your coach for saying the baby's getting away. But I got to make it at least one weekend because. The trials were oh, so yeah, great, yeah. but the new Hayward Field, oh yeah, I got to see that. I mean, I, it's kind of funny because at the time, everyone, a lot of people were against knocking them down and saying it was, you know, but people were going to love this new thing. <laughs> yeah, it looks, it looks huge and amazing, and hopefully I'll get a chance to run there someday. Yeah, so did your coach go down to Des Moines for the USA's, or did you just go down on your own? Like, how did that come about last uh, year? I went down with uh, one of my just former teammates. He's a couple years older than me, but we were on together all the time. And my dad and yeah, we just made a made a weekend of it. Met a few people. Uh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. And next year you're going to Notre Dame. I don't know if you heard or not, but Robert somehow was giving oh, yeah. you. He's like, no, not Notre Dame. I don't know why. Notre Dame's obviously a great school. They got a great program now, but sort of. I mean, I wasn't recruited in high school. What, what's the recruiting process like? You know, how difficult of a decision was that? I'm just kind of curious how soon, how early people started recruiting you. Can you sort of share what that experience is like for, you know, I think one, people who are going to go through it next year, it'll be helpful. But also even so for some of us who are way out of high school are never going to get recruited. We're just kind of curious what it's like. Yeah, for me, it was kind of uh, around... I guess I ran nine oh what did I run? Sophomore year track. I think I ran nine twelve. So that like barely got any attention for me, but 
I think I got a few like just texts from coaches on like social media or something it was, but nothing like like where the conversation kept going. But once I won state my junior year, that's when I first started like actually like texting, calling coaches, and then obviously after nationals that got me a lot more attention. And after the nationals, it was like I was I reached out to a few coaches, but luckily a few of them reached out to me and. uh it's just a lot of me showing interest in them, them showing interest in me, and just keeping that conversation going, just uh, maybe making plans. So, like, I remember I took a few unofficial visits my junior year just to, like, see what college running is all about. Cause, like, these coaches were talking all these great things about it, but, like, I didn't know what, like, how much these guys were running and, like, I don't know what their perspectives were like. So it was nice getting a couple unofficial visits in and uh yeah it's it's not like a like grueling process at all uh for me i was probably in contact with around 10 schools and like some of them i wasn't like too thrilled about like oh i want to go here really badly it's just like i don't know just keeping contact with them just in case like i don't know something might go wrong and i need a school to fall back on to or something like that but it's probably like phone calls with like a few coaches I had during like junior year, the end of junior year. I think I talked to a few coaches like once a week at least it was. And then going into senior year, just trying to set up official visits. And it seemed like the summer was like the summer of my junior year was like a pretty crucial time staying in contact with coaches because that's when like right before official visits start. And uh, it seemed like, a couple of schools, I was just like, all right, I don't think I want to go here. So I didn't show too much interest, and they kind of just didn't show too much interest in me. So officially, it didn't really happen with them. But I was okay with that just because I knew the schools I wanted to go to. And luckily, I had a good, like, junior season to back all that up. Yeah, it's just it's a lot of just communication and letting the coaches know what you want out of running in college and school, like the, uh, the academic part of school as well, and them telling you, like, what you can also get out of it and how you think that – how they thought I could excel in their program. So, yeah, it's fun, you know, like, seeing all these different perspectives on running in college. Yeah, what like, what would you tell the coaches you wanted to get out of running in college? I mean, I'm kind of – I don't remember exactly what I said, but, like, I'd say like I'm in it for like I'm in it for the long haul. Like running is a big part of my life now, and I can't really see that changing for a while. So I just want to get better and uh, just uh, I don't know, make some new friends along the way. Just have some more fun experiences. Uh, just get good. <laughs> yeah. What other schools were you looking at besides Notre Dame? I took official visits. At Wisconsin and North Carolina. So those are my three official visits. And then how does that work? Is like, you know, they can offer you scholarships or then are some like random schools calling you up and say, hey, we'll give you a full ride if you come here. I mean, how, does that factor in at all? Or I assume you're already committed now, but then you win footlockers. If you weren't, they might try to get you. I mean, how does that side of things play into the equation? It's kind of when you go on your visit there is when all the, like, serious talk happens. And 
I mean, all the coaches are super upfront and serious about everything, which is kind of a stress reliever when you're on your visit because once you leave, you know what your future could look like. And, like, if anything happens, that's not going to change. At least that was my case. So, yeah, I guess that's what I have to say about that. And so when did you commit to Notre Dame? Like, when was it signed and done? I think I committed, like, I posted on my social media. I think middle or end of October. I think it was the middle of October because it was before my like conference sectional or regional state like meets. So it was probably four weeks before state happened for me. And then like the signing day was middle of November. That's got to be a huge relief, right? Just because. Yeah. I mean, your brother, right? Still looking at colleges, still probably doing the applications. Or I guess the applications are done now, but I mean, it's. Yeah. Yeah, Everyone very, else you're in school with is stressed out right now, and you're sitting pretty. Yeah, I'm very, very fortunate to kind of be in this situation, and uh, running has kind of got me to college the easy way. So, yeah, very grateful that kind of everything happened this way. And, yeah, my brother's still trying to figure things out, but I think the future looks good for him too. And, uh, yeah. What appealed you most about Notre Dame? Definitely the biggest things I was looking for when I was going to college is like the guys and like kind of their attitudes and kind of uh, perspectives and stories that they like tell me. And uh, it seemed like those guys had the most, uh, I don't know, I guess I connected well with all of them, like just from the freshmen to seniors, like not just the freshmen. And yeah, it's like there wasn't like a single guy on that team that I like wouldn't want to have like a long conversation with or go on a long run with and talk to for hours and all of them were so great and kind of their goals and mentality for running and school seemed like all of them had it pretty figured out and balanced and all were they were all willing to help me and obviously so is the coach and it seemed like the best environment for me yeah it's a great school do you know what you want to study uh yeah, I'm uh, applying to business school right away, but I'm not like 100% sure if I'm going to do like marketing or finance or something like that. But in general, business. Good decision. More practical than like a, I don't know, English major. But hey, Jonathan Gall was an English major, but business is practical. So there's a lot of good things you can study. But hey, you're also 17. I don't think you need to know yeah. whether it's finance or marketing right now. I guess one thing I didn't ask you about your training is, I mean, we don't need to get too much into detail about it, but, you know, like how much, you know, what's the most you've run per week or how would you sort of, if you were going to give a quick sort of two minute overview of your training, how much would you say you trained throughout high school? Has it gradually progressed? Was there always sort of like a four year plan or sort of each year your coach just kind of, it sounds like with each, you know, each race, he sort of challenges you, Hey, you can do a little bit better than you thought, but Uh you know, was he talking as a sophomore, you're going to be running this as a junior or is it sort of just year by year? I'm just kind of curious. We didn't really set out like a set plan for the next four years, but uh, I mean, we've been doing the same workout since freshman year, basically. And I guess each year we basically just got, we've progressed to just faster splits, fast and like in some cases longer or not longer, uh, more like repetitions of certain intervals or something like that. But my coach loves aerobic training. We love our 
I mean, I love the tempos more than kind of the integral stuff. But yeah, we do a lot of tempos and uh, Ks and uh, kind of like long, long reps with a uh, short rest. And yeah, it's worked out well for me and a lot of the guys on the team and definitely trust in uh, my coach's uh, way of thinking when he goes about training and all that. Well, it sounds like your coach is doing the right things. I mean, obviously the success of you and the team has, has been tremendous and at let's run. It's kind of also crazy how far running is coming. Cause you were talking how you ran nine twelve as a sophomore. That wasn't any good. And I think I got 12th at state with that, which was really good for a sophomore, but right. It was yeah. a kid I went to high school with ran nine twelve as a senior. Like I was the number two guy on my high school team. And nine twelve was probably I think top ten in the country, maybe top fifteen. And this is like late late nineties or actually early nineties. Um but no one like I don't even know like if you know who Arthur Lidder is, but sort of like these basics of training weren't out there like you know, do yeah. you need endurance, longer intervals, tempo run, like essentially tempo runs. Like people yeah. I went to college with they didn't never ran a tempo in high school ever. They're like, What's a tempo run? Huh. Can't imagine. <laughs> how did your coach? Do you know how he learned so much about running? Do you know like how he discovered all this stuff? Or, um, from what I can tell, my coach definitely uh, he definitely does his research and like there's meaning behind every run we have. So, I think he's mentioned a few books that he's read. If he definitely uh, I think he like posts. I, I'm, he's also on Twitter. He does our Hershey Insta like uh, not Instagram Hershey Twitter cross-country account and sometimes i like quote some people or like link some uh articles and yeah i think he's just also like a student of the sport i guess in the coaching sense so he's definitely knowledgeable of like what works what doesn't for like high school athletes yeah, it sounds like he's a very knowledgeable coach and obviously you guys are doing things right how good's like the number two guy in your team like is it ever a problem i mean you're the you know, one of the best runners in high school that you, you're just better than everyone else on your team. You don't have guys to work out with, or can, is it easy to structure stuff with the rest of the team? Actually not like that at all. Like I'm very lucky that I have a really good team with me. And, uh, our number two guy, Max Aventi, he, he's with me basically in every workout we've done. And like, if he's not with me, he's like a few seconds behind me. So it's like, I always have, like, someone to, I don't know, like, base my pace off of. Like, if I'm going too slow or too fast, like, he's right there. Like, I think he could run much faster than, like, some of his PRs. But, like, he's an amazing runner. And uh grateful to, like, have him just throughout my four years to train with, like, or else I'd be doing some intervals or tempos alone. And, yeah, I think today we had a workout, and I think our number – I think he's our number four guy for cross this year, number five. And he ran this. It wasn't like a hard workout, but he ran the whole thing with me today. So I had a running buddy today to talk to, and he grinded it out, which is really cool. There's very few uh, kind of days for me where I'm doing something on my own or I'm just out in no man's land by myself. Are you guys working out on the roads now, or you'll do, you do indoor track? I don't know how it works in Illinois. Yeah, we have an indoor track season, but I don't. There's not really an official state meet. It's called Top Times something, but Hershey doesn't even go to it. 
like they don't I don't think they give out like official IHSA medals or something like that. I don't know, don't quote me on this, but uh our indoor season isn't as like uh we're not as focused on indoor as much as outdoor. Like outdoor is kinda a bigger deal for us, I guess. Like I think I'll try to run maybe a couple fast times for indoor. We have like four or five meets to run them at. But I think once it comes spring break for us, which is around March, is the indoor season ends and then outdoor starts. And yeah, outdoor is much more fun than indoor, I think, as well. <laughs> Agreed. What are the goals this year outdoors? Um, Just run some fast times, honestly. I haven't thought about it too much, but I mean, for Illinois, I think, I mean, I definitely want to go under nine. I kind of choked on that last year. There's a couple of meets meets where I could have run some nine and I didn't and the state meets usually really hot so it's like depending what your like uh objective is that day running sub nine is good or bad but yeah I want to go sub nine I feel like I'm capable of I mean I could probably go to Arcadia and just hang on for like 940 like Cole and Nico did I could run a fast time there if I wanted to but I don't know how fast a solo effort I could get and then I kind of want to run like a fast 400 or 800 this year. Like take my PR in the 400 from sophomore year. I ran like a 57 and in the 800. Yeah. <laughs> and I think, uh, the 800, my PR is in like a four by I ran it like a 158 or something in it. So I'm, I'm hoping to get a little more speed in my legs this year and hopefully, yeah, I guess I get some more speed, run some fast shorter distances. Oh, you're going to crush 57. I mean, I think I ran a 206 in high school. I think I ran a 53, and I was slow. So, <laughs> 50. You're going to run a 50, 840. I'm, I'm predicting your times right here. Okay. And, I don't know, 406. Are you, right. you could, are you more of a cross-country guy than a track guy, would you consider yourself, or you just haven't had the chance to run fast on the track? Yeah, I'm definitely more of a cross-country guy over track. It's just like, I don't know, whenever those seasons, like when the track season rolls around, and we're like running out, running in circles continuously every single meet. It's like, oh, I miss the like kind of the like cross country courses where like every race is different and like you gotta think about different things during cross country. But in track, it's obviously like all you gotta worry about is hitting your splits and getting in the right position, and that's really it. So definitely more of a cross country guy. But I yeah. enjoy track and running the faster races. I think also, you know, coming from Illinois, like you just don't have the good weather for a much limited part of the year. So, like, you know, some early season meet in Illinois, yeah. you're not going to run that fast. And then the guys in California, they know they're going to get perfect weather at about five races. <laughs> you know, any race they run, pretty much, probably. But, like, whereas you don't know what you're going to do. And, yeah, I guess you can go out to Arcadia, but that's your one chance, you know, if something goes wrong or whatever. Uh-huh. I, mean, I mean, nationals and that sort of stuff, you obviously have more than one. Hey. Yeah, I remember this past year for us for our track meets it's like every other one was like super windy and then our sectional meet the one right before state is uh it was like chilly and windy and it's supposed to be like 70 and sunny (laughs) so it's like the weather sometimes unpredictable but the state meets always like 80 or 90 degrees and like super sunny and you got to drink a lot of water to kind of be on your game that day so it's like it's like the state meet is for us is like the only uh 
known weather for the year. And like, if you thought ahead to college, like what events you want to learn, run, or even post collegiately, like the mm-hmm. marathon, do you even think that far ahead? Or, I mean, that's kind of one thing that's different about yeah. high school. Hardly anybody runs over 5K. Yeah, I thought about it like a little bit. Um, I think it seems like the more in distance I go, like the be- like the more I like it. I don't want to say like the better I get, but I definitely like. Obviously, my four hundred time is not stellar compared to my three mile time, <laughs> but yeah, I think I think it'd be really fun trying out the ten k. And then my friends this year they did a the Chicago Marathon, and they're not like insane runners like they trade for the marathon some of them cold turkey to they know who they are but <laughs> high school kids it, uh they're sophomores in college wow they're two years older than me but uh we're really good friends and they did the marathon i went out and i jogged with one of I, I jogged with one of them for about seven miles of it and just like the environment of the marathon was super cool it's like probably far in the future for me out get to do that eventually but it seems like so much fun the marathon and but yeah in college i'm really looking forward to doing the 5k 10k on the track seeing what that that's like and obviously the cross-country distance goes up as well so you know who carrie pinkowski is no he's the chicago marathon (laughs) chicago marathon director carrie you can start recruiting the local guy you know Hey, if you get good at the marathon, you'll be from Chicago. You'll get a huge appearance. We're getting ahead of ourselves, though. Well, I've taken almost an hour of your time, which is like very generous. So how about we end with like a few quick questions? All right. Who's your favorite pro runner? Um, Feel free to skip. Tough. I don't have a good answer. Um, I'm tied between like Evan Jager and Lopez Lamont and Chris Derrick just because Illinois boys and but I also like some of the NAD guys and like, I don't know, that's tough. <laughs> it's unfair for you, right? Because you've met all these guys. Everyone else, it's like yeah. an abstract question. So, all right, that's fair enough. Anyone you've met, I agree. My friend actually was good friends with Alan Culpepper. And mm-hmm. he was, well, you know Cruz Culpepper, I guess, a little bit. Or I don't know if you know Cruz. You beat him, you beat him at uh, NXN. Is he the Colorado guy? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, I know like, he is. Alan was like an Olympian. He's probably like a 209 marathon or guy. He was pretty much running when I was. He probably hasn't raced in 17 years or something. But I remember he had this little baby kid. The kid is now Cruz, who I think ran. I don't know what he's run. He's running to run. He might have run sub nine, but you you drilled him at, at uh, NXN. Okay. So he was maybe in the, <laughs> I was like, wait, what happened to that guy? Because I just figured Alan's kid has to be really good at running. And then I looked him up in NXN and you beat him really good. So. Okay. But um yeah, I remember running with him for the first time. And then soon I was racing him within like a couple of years, but I was just like, Oh yeah, uh-huh. I like this I like this guy. Once you meet him, you start rooting for him. So Yeah, yeah. It, it's really that. cool your your coach took you out there and met all those guys. Mm-hmm. What's the number one piece of advice you'd give a high school runner? Definitely have fun with it. Don't overthink that you're doing something wrong or like I remember I saw, I saw this piece of advice from someone. It was like, eat whatever you want and do strides to help with your form and you'll be good. But uh, my best piece of advice, just have fun with it and enjoy the process. And yeah. 
I didn't ask. I guess I should get this out there real quick. How, like, roughly, how much do you run a week, or what's the most you run? The most I run is around seventy, but usually a little bit below that is my normal week. You got plenty of room for improvement, which is good. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> and yeah, also like has Notre Dame? Are they? Are they? Do they start talking to you to like? Hey, this summer you need to do this, or none of that exists yet. You're you're just doing totally high school stuff. Uh, no, not yet. But uh, I know that their training kind of aligns with mine, which is was like a small part of why I also like Notre Dame. But yeah, I'm excited to start their training. <coughs> it sounds like you got a very good perspective about everything. And I'm now looking at your uh, coaches, well, at least the uh, Hersey high school Twitter. I don't know if that's your coaches, but some of these things you said, it's, he's got here, like, you know, enjoy it, enjoy it while you're doing it. And I was like, wow, that's perfect advice. Yeah. It's yeah. Here it is from January 4th where he retweeted a sports psychology tip. Enjoy your high school athletic career as much as you can cherish each moment. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. It's great advice. Same thing for college. It sounds like you've had a great team experience in high school, which I think some people don't get, but you probably have just as much or even more fun in Notre Dame. I mean, I'm envious. It's very quick, the four years in college. So definitely enjoy it. I don't know how much you go to Let's Run. Do you have any advice for us or what sort of things do you want to see on Let's Run? Our focus is in high school, but are there some things you'd like us to see do more of or less of? Or? Oh, gosh. Well, I mean, I guess I really like the Des London uh, feature. It'd be cool to see some more, uh, I guess, uh, Professional athletes on it. That'd be really cool. I don't know. That's my one thing. That's good. You wouldn't done a guest and can't Asia. think of anything else. Well, that's good advice. From time to time, we debate how to do the do the guests because, like, if I have you now for an hour, I'm like, should I have that as a separate yeah. podcast or should I just? I might try to make highlights, but that takes more work, you know. So we could have like, yeah, you're right. Josh Methner, ten or fifteen minute highlights. Here's the full interview separate. I think maybe that's what I'll try to do. You might be a first. Oh, that'd be you really be, cool. You might be first. <laughs> but, yeah, we're always, you know, we need to experiment more at Let's Run. So, yeah, I appreciate always looking for ways to improve. Yeah, that's good advice for life. So, And also, we, we want to keep reaching, you know, a younger generation. Like, I can't believe that little baby I saw is now your age. So, <laughs> it goes by <laughs> yeah. way. But, well, thank you for your time, Josh. I really appreciate it. Yeah, this is really fun. And good luck the outdoor season. You're like, oh, I think I can break nine. I'm like, oh my gosh, this guy's going to crush nine. But even if you don't, you're the high school national champion. No one can take that away from you. So it's just really cool. And like Foot Locker for me personally, it's always, it's just got so much history. Yeah, it's special. special And, you know, I I thought it was cool all year. Like you were the one high school guy really pretty much. I mean, I obviously know who Nico Young is and that sort of stuff, but I'm like, hey, John, how's that guy doing? And he's like, who? I'm like, Josh Methner. And he's like, oh, he's burning. And then he did his preview. I'm like, oh, I think he's going to win this thing. So I'm glad you did. Keep up the uh-huh. good work and <laughs> stay in touch. I'm sure I'll see you soon. Yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, take care. All right, cool. Mm-hmm.